Maxey on a tear last night, which is good because James Harden couldn't hit anything. It wasn't good. Three of 13 from the field. Two of eight from three-point range. Eight points. But 33 points for Tyrese Maxey with yeah. a Sixers team that right now may be looking at this could be the, another series that could end in a sweep if this continues. Because uh, if James Harden can actually have himself a decent game, you're adding that to a hot Tyrese Maxey, oh, and Joel Embiid out there. This is That's what you want to see from the Sixers team. I would be on their side with you, Ryan, if James Harden could just get it together. And I would believe in them a lot more if that was the case. I'd believe in them a lot more if James Harden would just realize that he's like 2023 James Harden, <laughs> not 2015 James Harden. Because I actually loved Harden this year. And, uh, you know, when he's hitting shots, he could still make a difference. He just needs to run the offense, just facilitate. I think they'll be all right, though. I, the problem last night was I went under on uh, maxi points, 18 yeah. and a half. So that was... That was torture to watch all night long, but uh, he's awesome, and I probably shouldn't have done that, and I learned my lesson. No more <laughs> unders on Tyrese Maxey. I do like the unders on Harden uh, again, though, to be honest with you, coming up tomorrow. I think that's probably something to consider. Mm-hmm. It's going to keep rolling. The Warriors are seven-and-a-half-point favorites tomorrow or on Thursday? Yes. Yes. That's, that's, why, that's bad. That's why when you said you like the Kings to steal game three, I was thinking, well, you should Plus 240? Plus two forty. I'm, right I'm in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think, love them that much, yeah, take the money line at that I mean, point. Seven and a half is way too many points. I get that they're going back home and they're much better at home, but I am going to roll with uh, Sacramento plus seven and a half. I seven and a half is way too many points. That's going to be a close game. There's two ways to look at where the Warriors are right now in this situation. One, it's okay. They're not going to shoot as bad at home, and they've gotten sort of the rust off with Andrew Wiggins out there, and that's the glass half full, right? If you're looking from a Warrior side of things, yeah. Then there's also the glass half empty where it's, well, you've got Draymond Green losing his mind. He's getting distracted and becoming a distraction once again with those types of things. They look completely disheveled once he got thrown out of the game. Steph Curry couldn't hit anything, and they're just looking older and slower, and they can't defend like they used to, and maybe the Warriors are just done. I'm always – I, I hate writing off the champion, though, and saying they're done when there's still a chance – because, like, we did this with the Patriots for years. We wrote them off when Brady was, like, 37. We're like, oh, Brady's washed, and Belichick can't coach anymore. And then they won multiple Super Bowls after that. I just, because of Steve Kerr and because of this team, the Warriors, if they look strong, if they win handily in games three and four, then you can say, okay, maybe they're back in this series. But even if they win both games and they're squeakers, I think they're losing once they go back to Sacramento. Yeah, really quick. How Tristan, do they that's win why- those well, that, that's why really quickly, that's why I think that, like, you might be right that they're cooked. I, I do think that they're going to at least take one at home, and I think the series goes 6-7. I'm going to stick with my prediction of 7. But what impressed me the most about the Kings last night is Sabonis's chest today has to be just <laughs> black and blue. Like, he took a beating like a WWE wrestler. It was like Ric Flair chops all night long, and he gets stomped on, and they still – I thought, okay, maybe here's where Golden State wins the game, even though Draymond gets kicked out just because they have that mental, like, veteran advantage over the younger Kings team, and they just don't care. Like, they think that they're supposed to be there right now and that they should be in the NBA Finals. They're not playing like a team that's there for the first time in, you know, two decades mm-hmm. or whatever it was. So that's what impresses me the most about this Kings team. And it has all season yeah, long. So, yeah, I, I might be with you there. You're, you're right. Mike Brown said this in the press conference. He said, listen, like, and I, I said this to you guys yesterday, but then he said it again after Game 2. He said... We want to do three things. We want to be extremely physical along the way, the entire time. Very, very physical. We want to play faster than we've ever played before. We need to even play faster than we did in game two and game three. Every time, even off of makes, we need to be faster. And then if there's even a sliver of daylight, we're going to need to shoot. 
Just let it fly every time. I don't care if you're 0 for 12. I don't care. You're letting it fly. I don't care if you're Davion Mitchell. I don't care if you're Kevin Herter. You need to shoot. So, yeah, I think that they do believe that they should be there. But here's the thing. Like, how do the Warriors win this game handily? From a basketball perspective, right. these matchups, Steph can't play 48 minutes. And Andrew Wiggins can't play 48 minutes. They Anytime Steph's off the floor, the Sacramento Kings go on a crazy run. Every single time. So he's got to figure that out. He's obviously getting blitzed and played in ways he almost no team has ever played him effectively before. Yeah. And the Kings shot 20% from three, which is the worst that they have all season. So there's, if they shoot like they normally shoot, then, I mean, they could, Warriors could lose by 15. Warriors also going to have to, I'd be curious to see what happens early in this game where the whistles go. Right? I mean, you got a ton of free throw attempts in game one and two. What was it? 29 and, yeah, 29. What? 29 free throws for the Kings. That, if they keep getting calls and they keep getting in line and making their free throws on top of that, you're just adding more and more issues to the Warriors. But I wouldn't be surprised if you see some whistles go the Warriors' way early. Just, just because it always seems to be that way. Yeah. I know he's not going to be in the closing rotations anymore. Is Jordan Poole pretty much just been benched, though? Because he was terrible again last oh, night. I know he's not 100%, but what was he? One of seven, one of eight from the floor? I mean, like, basketball wise, how do they win that game? They get any contribution, uh, anything from the bench, any contribution from the bench, including Jordan Poole. Like, he makes more than one field goal in that game. But that's a great point about the Kings, like, last night. That's the other thing. Like you said, I mean, they were 9 of 38. They shot 23% from three, and they still won that game, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. Like At one point, guys, they were, they were 1 for 13. 1 for 13 from three. 0 for 12 at one point. I was talking to Kenny and, and Damian, and I said, oh, you guys thought it was cute in game one when the Kings were 4 for 12. How about, can I interest you in 1 for 13? <laughs> can I interest you in that? It was so ice cold. Nothing was going in. But here's the thing. Like, there's just nobody on the Warriors that can stay and hang out in the paint and not get shredded without without fouling. Kavon yep. Looney is not him. Yeah. Draymond Green is not big enough to contend with Sabonis and whoever is slashing in the paint. Because you've yeah. got to now deal with Malik Monk or Fox and Sabonis. You can't. Like, the, the actual basketball element of it just doesn't really make sense. Yeah. They need to bring Maurice Spates out of retirement. There you go. God bless us. Uh, There's your helpful. God bless Kevin Herter out there pretending to be Reggie Miller. Though, Yeah, so De'Aaron Fox and Kevin Herter last night were four for 19 combined for three. I don't think that happens game three. There's no chance that happens. So There's um, going to be a game where they all shoot in their normal percentages. Usually those are the types of games, though, where the Warriors are able to climb their way back in because they can shoot. But, I mean, they only shot 32% from three. Steph was 3 of 13, and we talked about how they were just missing layups and they're just pressuring him out there the entire time. It's it's it just – I mean, I, again, I hate writing off teams, but it just feels like this Warriors team has just aged out very quickly. Which means that's when it's time usually to bet them. I know. I already have, so I, haven't, I bet them to win the title a long, long time ago, but I don't feel good about it right now. I'm sorry. I don't think the Hawks have scored a point in like Yeah, I was just about to say that. So Boston's no. up 25-22 right now, no, about 30 seconds to go in the first quarter. And it, it has been a complete, once again, they just went ice cold, although Trey Young just hit a three. So uh, there you go. But I, it, it's just the, the Hawks are so up and down that they're going to get to a point where they're going to get run out of this building, I think, again in game two. 14-0 run Boston was on right After there. going up, what, 13-5? Mm-hmm. Trey Young, 2-6 of six from the floor, 1-4 of four from three, just five points. 
Man. That's right. That's our tray. That is our ice tray. That is. That really is. It, is. it has been that easy, too. DeAndre Hunter has 10. I should have went over on DeAndre Hunter. Today. Were you thinking that, though, or were you just saying no, that No, I really, I actually was thinking that. It was 14 and a half, and I liked it a little bit. Some, somebody has to score the basketball if they're going to cover 10 and a half, 11 points. Yeah, it's true. Oh, my God. Who hit that? Grant Williams? you got to be kidding. I just you don't know Malcolm Brogdon. Your guy, Malcolm Brogdon? Sixth man of the year, Malcolm Brogdon, just had a half quarter to make it 28-25. Now Boston has all the momentum. I might as well just bet them right now. And just get off of this. Bet him to sweep. And just be done with the Hawks Bet him to sweep if you can do it. Tristan (laughs) knows this, though. I have an addiction to Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks for some reason. I thought 10.5 was way too many points. You know, going to the Sixers, too. I was just going to say, for whatever reason, Ryan just continues to want pain. Well, he does this all the time. He says he's not going to bet on someone or something, and then he always ends up doing it. You know what? I could just not cause myself any pain, and I could just right now grab Boston (laughs) at 9 and just... Hope that they win by ten, and then I middle and I and I get both. Or at worst, you know, the worst case scenario is Boston wins by twenty and I get my money back. I, I might just do that. Atlanta sucks. I should have just bet them. In the They're first not quarter. good. No. And everybody was talking about after the it was like the end of the regular. Or no, it was their first playing game. Remember, it was like, oh, this Atlanta Hawks team is showing us what they can be. I was like, pump the brakes. Yeah, it's one game. Yeah, people were saying the same game. thing about the Bulls. I know. I kind of bought into your Bulls a tiny little bit. Well, you started convincing me for a while though. Remember, you were like, oh, they're better now. Pat Bev has changed that team. I was like, all right, yeah, I was no, no, kind of no, starting was, to see it. He's buying say, in. I was trying to say maybe like bet some Pat Bev over rebounds and assists combined, <laughs> not bet them to beat the Miami Heat, especially Jimmy Butler against the Bulls. He's always going to have the revenge. Jimmy Butler game against the Bulls. And in the playoffs, he's just one of the best players ever, unfortunately. You know, you got to think, too, about going back to the Sixers beating the Nets. Joel Embiid only had 20 points. I mean, he had 19 boards, 7 assists. Like, he did a lot of other things, but they won that game by 12 because of Tyrese Maxey, but yeah. also with not, not a big offensive game from Joel Embiid at all. Yeah, man. Like, see, this is what scares me a little bit about Milwaukee, though, is these, like, Boston, Atlanta. Boston's going to walk all over Atlanta. This is going to be a sweep. Philadelphia, they're not really going to get a test from the Nets. I thought these games were going to be way more competitive. And, you know, Brooklyn's kind of hung in there the first three quarters, and then they just completely fall apart in the fourth quarter. They just don't have enough dudes, obviously. But Milwaukee's going to be in a war now. I mean, I do feel a little bit better that it looks like Giannis is going to be able to go game two. That's what Bud said today in his press conference. After the X-ray came back clean, but uh, still, I think this is going to be man a more competitive series than I thought. Just because Eric Spoelstra always does a good job game planning against the Bucks, game planning against Giannis. Now he's not going to be a hundred percent unless Chris Middleton can give you what he gave you game one every single game, which I just don't trust him right. to do. Drew Holiday is going to probably have to give him twenty-eight thirty. I think this series might go six or seven, and I think the Bucks ultimately win, but. That sucks moving forward that they're going to get an actual test round one when I thought this was going to be a sweep. Like, Trista, did you think Miami was going to be able to win a game in this series? I thought this was going to be a sweep. At most, maybe go five. This Heat team looked awful all season long. Yeah, you're right. I uh, I thought this would be, at best, what it was two years ago where Miami ends up taking it to overtime with the Bucks. You think to yourself, okay, Miami could have won that game. This is going to be an awesome series. Games, you know, probably six, seven games. And then they got swept. That's what I thought was going to happen. Uh, and I don't know that that's not going to be the case, though, because what are they going to do without Tyler Hero? Yeah, that's really- I know that they won that game, yeah. and Giannis was out, and they were getting waxed beforehand. But then Tyler Hero later breaks his hand, and they, they win that game. Now what? Who is the guy for them? Max Struess. And that's the other thing, man. Max Struess. They're not going to shoot that well again. Like, yeah. they're not a really no. good three point shooting team. And they were, everybody was no. hitting everything. 
So I, I do agree with that. I think the Tyler Hero loss, that's why I didn't think that was that terrible of a take. Like maybe Tyler Hero's a bigger loss in that series than Giannis would be for the Bucks. Because I think even without Giannis, the Bucks would probably win in six or seven. And without Yeah, Tyler and think Hero, about this. Yeah. The the Miami Heat were a bottom five team in terms of three point percentage and a top five team in three point attempts. So they shot sixty five percent in that game from three. Yeah. That will never happen again. No, that, that will never, happen never ever happen again. And like you said, who's going to get minutes now? Like, you can't play Duncan. He, he's Ola unplayable. Depot, yeah. And, I mean, that's not going to help your three-point shooting at all. Yeah, Bucks probably no. win in five, win in six. If Giannis plays and he's able to go 25, 30 minutes even game two, I still think that they probably win that series in five. But, man, I'm going to continue to bet Jimmy Butler props. You have to. It's it playoff playoff PRA, Butler man over one and a half steals every single he game. He always he always just turns it up another notch when you get to the playoffs. Could I interest either one of you in either of these bets? Sixers sweeping at plus one thirty or Sixers winning in five games at plus one eighty? Which one do you like more? What's the Sixers price? You said on that one plus one thirty. Sixers yeah, plus the sweep one price plus one thirty to plus one thirty to sweep plus one eighty to win in five games. Like I kind of think the Nets could steal a game at home in Brooklyn. I don't know. I know it looks bad, but Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson, like if they, it would have yeah. to be, again, you have to put these scenarios out there where it's like, if this were to happen and also this, if Cam Johnson plays the way he did in game, game. three, you know, the way he did last game in game three and the way that Mikael Bridges played in game one in game three, like it comes together then, then maybe there's an opportunity that they at least steal it. I think I would have to bet the sweep because I've bet Brooklyn in both games mm. and uh, it's been painful. And I just think, I mean, <laughs> Not that Mikel Bridges had his best game last night, but he scored 21 points. And like you said, Cam went off for 26, 27, whatever he finished with. And they still lost the game where Joel Embiid only scored 14. And James Harden couldn't hit a shot. So I think they're screwed. The only thing that they have going for them is home court advantage. And I just don't know how that – I don't know how big that is in Brooklyn right now. You know, Uh, when you were trying to sell the fans on a title like three and a half months ago. And now it's like, hey, here's Mikel Bridges. Scoring 21 points I do in like, a playoff game. I, I love do it. like Mikael. Oh, no, like no, no. Yeah. I, I do, too. I, I kind of like the Nets, like what they could build with the pieces that they have. But then they also have like a bunch of dudes that I don't like, like Joe Harris. Right. In the they need actual Philadelphia. They need stars to play along Cam Johnson if he were to stay in Mikael Bridges. You do that, like you got some good foundation players that aren't ones or twos, but there's somebody that a lot of teams in the NBA would love. Like Cam Johnson's going to get a lot of money this offseason. He's a restricted free agent, but he's going to get a big offer sheet from somebody. Oh, yeah. That said, it's Doc Rivers. There's, Philadelphia <laughs> could end up winning, losing the series in seven. <laughs> well, you're the one that was all on the Sixers, not me. Yeah. You're the one that was supposed to be leading the charge on them. They're going to win despite Doc Rivers. I shouldn't have been <laughs> on Atlanta, though. They are cooked. You're